Welcome to Do I Need Therapy? Get ready to receive valuable mental health tips and enjoy open conversations about life and love and when you need to ask for help. Let's reduce the stigma. I'm your host, Dr. April Landell, your go-to therapist for today's modern day. My guest experts and I are here to inspire you along your mental health journey and remind you, you are not alone. Hey family, this is Dr. April Andell, your go-to therapist for figuring out life in today's modern day and navigating your own journey with, hey, do I need therapy? So I'm glad that you're in today because today we're going to talk just a little bit more about, you know, how are we handling all the things that are going on in the world right now? And then how are we doing it inwardly and well? Because all of this is completely possible that we are overcoming, that we are still growing, we are still flourishing in this time. So today, 10 tips for staying resilient in chaos and uncertainty. Okay, so I want you to remember that you are a human being completely 100% adaptable to all current changes, all things that you know twist and turn all things that just flip and flop, they they come, life just kind of comes at you and you have every ability to manage through those situations. Otherwise you wouldn't be here. You wouldn't be where you are today. Because my guess is that life has thrown you some you know, curveballs, and you have always figured out how to come out from it. Now, whether you come out stronger, whether you come out a little bit shaken, that's different. But the thing is, is that you can learn as you go. And this is a process of becoming resilient. How are you going to be able to handle these situations, these difficult things come the next time that life throws you something? So right now, the world is chaotic. It doesn't know what it wants to do. (laughs) There's one thing one day and we have completely other things the next day. So right in this particular time, we've got a pandemic on top of a pandemic, right? So every day we're getting news and information that there's so much negativity going on out there. There's so many things that are, you know, crashing and falling. There's not enough of this or that. How do you handle it? Stay at home, you know, stay away from driving outside and being out in public. All those things, it changes our world completely. But how do you adapt is really, truly where you gain that resilience. And when you're learning these lessons, you figure out ways to how you can renew your strength. Your personal strengths are exactly what's going to keep you going forward whenever you face these bumps in the road, let's say, whenever you face these chaotic times and these times of extreme uncertainty. First thing that I really want to remind you is to focus on the here and now. Be present with what is happening today. Be present with what you are experiencing. Be present with what you are feeling. And the reason why that is so important is because your first step along the journey of good mental health is to acknowledge what you're feeling. And with that process, you always want to make sure that you're identifying the emotion Yes, you actually want to identify (laughs) the exact emotion. So literally put in your head today, in this moment, I feel strange. I feel uncertain. I feel discouraged or I feel calm. I feel resilient. I feel sad. Whatever it is, you want to make sure that you're identifying those specific emotions. That's usually the very first start. And what that does is it helps you connect and stay connected to the present. 
So focus on the here and now, including with making sure that you are doing those emotional check-ins. And then while you're seeing that process come through, you're gonna notice that hopefully what's starting to change is when you see that present, you're trying to figure out, okay, what do I want next for even just my immediate future? For by the end of the day, where do I want to feel then? So if you're feeling any of the positive things, calm, happy, excited, you know, what do you have to do to stay there? You know, what kind of small things can you do to add joy and, and you know, little bits of laughter and something that makes you smile? And if you're down, you know, feeling blue, depressed, anxious, worried, what are the things that are going to help lift you out of that? So do you need to stop and pray or call a friend or read a quick something funny. For me, I know I'm a go-to for YouTube and I'm always on the dodo. <laughs> I don't know if anybody knows that one out there, but that's a specific channel on YouTube, always about animals. And they've got the best dog adoption stories. And that makes me so happy. So that's one of my things I do on my blue days. Sounds silly, but you watch one of those dogs adoption stories, you know, like the pit bulls, who look so sad and emaciated and pitiful. And then you watch them completely transformed by their new family and they're all happy and shaking their tails. Tell me that doesn't put a smile on your face. So first tip is to make sure that you're focusing on the here and now and doing that through emotionally checking in with yourself, keeping yourself inside of a good place where you're wanting to connect with what do you want for your future, even by the end of that day. And that's gonna help you stay present. Tip number two, stay grateful. It's really important that along the means of how much chaos is going on in the world and how you probably don't know some of these things that you need to be answered for your life, you don't know where those answers are coming from yet, it's really important to remind yourself that you are still blessed. You still have certain things that are keeping you well. So you want to look around in your life and make sure that you are actually practicing intentional gratefulness. A lot of times people do this through gratitude lists. So how do you check in with yourself on that too? And this is a great way for tip number one, too, to stay present. In your life, what are you most grateful for? Name three things. You can do that morning, you can do at night before you go, but I bet if you think of three things to make sure that you connect with about feeling grateful for, that would be something to get a little bit more positivity. And there's also gratitude journals out there. People like to make lists. Some people um, like to even draw that. I have a client who actually takes their time and they draw little scenes of their gratitude. They're an artist, clearly, right? But you do it in whatever way feels best fit for you. But make sure that you keep going, remembering those moments to stop and remember what you're grateful for. Tip number three. During uncertain times, remember that all the things that are coming about, things are still coming about in your personal life. And during those moments, during those moments where you know things just pop up, remember to take advantage of the opportunities. There are so many different stories out there right now about people who are talking about the good opportunities that have come their way during this time. I don't know what that could be for you. I have no idea, but I want you to always be open for those. For example, I have a client who was talking about the fact that she is a ballroom dancer. She's actually a teacher 
of ballroom dance. And during this time, her studio had to close clearly. But as soon as it opened up, she started doing a lot of private lessons because people started, they couldn't wait to, to return. So she started getting a lot of booked packages for one-on-one sessions, which is allowed, <laughs> right? It's under 10 people. And her opportunity was that she got more one-on-one business than she ever had in her life. And that was just amazing. So remember that along the way, you have amazing opportunities, you know, like staying home. What does that mean that you get to do? Does that mean that you get to freshen up your living space? Does that mean that you get to figure out home exercise? Does that mean that you get to cook more? Does that mean that you get to declutter more? All those things are actually incredible opportunities. They may feel small, but when you come to the other side of the result, it can feel incredibly big and have a big change in your life. Tip number four, nurture your relationships. During this time, it is so important because we are remembering the things that matter most. Relationships are at the top of our lists. We're finding that over and over and over again. During these moments of chaos and uncertainty, the one thing that really solidifies you, that keeps and creates and balances your foundation are the relationships and the relationship supports that you have. So make sure that you call on your friends, your family, for support, the ones who are supportive. I understand that's not (laughs) always the same situation with every single family member or every single friend. But in that meantime, you're wanting to reach out, extend your network essentially, and make sure that you're also being a support yourself. So if somebody is reaching out to you, how are you helping, assisting, or supporting them too. And don't be afraid or too proud to say, you know, I am not doing well right now. I am just having the worst day ever. I am not handling this well. I am anxious. I'm worried about everything. These things are important to say because as the whole message is going on, we are stronger together and sharing what we are experiencing. That's a way of how we are always able to connect. So make sure that you are definitely staying close within those relationships. And that is setting up very intentional practices inside of those focuses. So whenever you want to do that, I often recommend with my clients to make sure that you regularly, right now, it's setting up you know video calls or phone calls on a regular basis to show up together. There's all kinds of virtual happy hours. There's family chats. All kinds of fun things are going on right now where technology finally is getting you know, the credit it deserves for keeping and helping relationships stay together. Remember a year ago, technology was doomed as one of the things that keeps us apart. I disagreed completely. I think if we leverage technology always, we can find ways where it's always going to support us to do better. And one of those things is within our relationships. And here we are. So definitely You know, get yourself with your people, your person on a calendar on a regular basis. You know, meet with your sister, your friend, your friends, your best friends, your happy hour buddies, and put it on your calendar every Thursday at such and such time. It's intentional effort. And also I recommend that it becomes regular effort. It becomes ongoing because during this chaos time, this time where everything's uncertain, we don't even know how long life will be this way. So make those things regular. Tip number five, minimize the noise. Oh my goodness, this is such a big thing. (laughs) Right now the news is 
constant. It's 24 hours. You can turn to it. There's like 12 different channels. Every single one of them has their own bias, their own spin. Almost every single time it's negative. On top of that, we have the pandemic on top of a pandemic. So at one point we felt that with everything that was going on in the world, halting travel, keeping us um, in stay-at-home orders and quarantines, at one point in time, we kind of knew what was going on. And we had this whole thing about, you know, is the curve dropping, hopefully, and then something else happens. We've pivoted next. And now the news is talking about, you know, the fight for equality, the fight for making sure that people understand that, you know, lives matter, you know, no matter the color, right? No matter the skin tone, skin color, nothing. Lives matter, period. And that has brought on a whole different set. And I have talked with my clients. I have clients in Scotland, a very homogenous population, but they are fighting and protesting for it. I've talked with my clients in Brazil. It's hitting hard in Brazil. It's a huge African community down there. And that's another place where it's just really intensifying with this message. It's happening all around the world. But either way, you want to make sure that you are in tune with, can you manage hearing all of these things on a constant basis? My goal for all of my clients is to make sure that you get down to 45 minutes a day with exposure to the news. <laughs> and the news, when I mean the news, it includes everything, social media, you know, the chats online, the pings that are popping up on your phone about, you know, latest headlines and breaking news, 45 minutes maximum you want to expose yourself to. It's hard when you're living constantly in it. It'll tone down your energy. It'll pull down any positivity that you're expressing. And in those moments, protecting your energy is absolutely vital. So minimize the noise in your life. And during that time, you know, meditate, take the time to turn things off. Sit in silence is something really good to do but minimize the noise in your life. And that also includes like things around you. Is it cluttered around you? Is it good clutter? Is it unnecessary clutter? Everything you want to do is to create kind of like a negative space so that your mind can think through these challenges that are popping up. So minimize the noise in your life in any way that you can. Stay still, learn that process. And then I bet you'll be stronger moving forward. Tip number six. Try out your opposite. It's strange. I wrote about this earlier with a newsletter of mine, but I was just explaining that it's an oddly displacing, but also a very cocooning quiet time of, of the world right now. This really odd dynamic of, of, you know, everybody stay at home and practice social distance. And so with everybody at home and inside the house, it's this, it's it's just a little bit gentler out there. You know, things are not going to be as harsh and hopefully also not as intimidating as well, you know, in regards to if you experiment with something, then you have a direct consequence or you don't even have the time for it. Now is the time that we could actually do these things because of this more quiet energy in the world right now. So I just use an example. If you are extroverted, try a little introversion. Listen before you speak. Ask very interesting questions open-ended questions in particular, these are questions where they don't have an answer of yes or no only, right? You want to ask with the, the five W's that we learned way back in the day in English class, if you remember that, you know, who, what, when, where, why, how, 
So those type of questions are really significant right now. And then ask them about, you know, ask people about their lives and their perspectives on things. Be curious and engaged in their world and their experiences. For introverts, you know, the opposite. Work up the courage to talk a little bit more than you normally would. So you are going to be practicing extroversion. So instead of holding it in, express yourself. Be free, share with others kind of what you're thinking or what's going on in your life. Practice expressing those thoughts formally out to your circles. And I wonder what would come up for you. For my practical people, <laughs> if you've got a partner in your life, spice up some romance, you know, do some romantic things, get the candles, get the roses, take your person out for a walk and walk hand in hand, things like that. So practical people, you know, you just practice a little bit more romance with others. And then for my digitals and my game people, try a jigsaw puzzle, do something um, analog, <laughs> get to a journal, write out in the pencils. Do they even have pencils anymore? <laughs> things like that, right? So all these kinds of things, try out your opposite. This is like the perfect time to really sit with it and see how it feels. And then you can see if it's a part of who you become next. Tip number seven, slow down. It's okay. It actually is okay to do that. Unlike what we have been used to since becoming a working adult, we actually don't need to be super productive all the time, especially right now. Except for one of my quarantine rules of keeping the environment clear and clean and clutter-free, which I do in my own household and I also encourage all of my clients, make sure your environment is clear, clean, and clutter-free. Except for that, the rule book for everything else is kind of out the window right now, <laughs> you know? So slow down, do things that support that. Try meditation, you know, give it a try. And yes, more than once, when you get good at meditation, it's a practice effort. So you want to try more than once, read, something inspiring or captivating just because you can, you know, take a walk for no reason at all. Chill on the couch and enjoy just a little bit of that quiet time or catch up on your sleep. One that we're more familiar with is take long baths, lots of bubbles. <laughs> hey, play with your kids and your pets all day. You can slow down to do these things. Eat your meals slowly cook unrushed, you know, we are the busy bees and workaholics that the modern age has created us to be, but we don't have to do that or be that right now. And everyone is suddenly realizing that the slower pace of lifestyle is actually okay. I personally am completely digging it, <laughs> loving it 100%. I think I was made for this lifestyle actually. All right, tip number eight, at every given opportunity, be a part of the solution and not the problem. Practice your personal sanitary protections, of course, but maintain being kind to others, being good community members, being good citizens of the world. This is not just happening in your household. The whole world is experiencing it. Everything else is out of your control. So the best thing that we can do is to take calm control of our spirit, take calm control of our well-being and be a part of the solution by spreading that calm, that peace, and offering our joy, offering you know our, our love and excitement out into the world. It's 
really, really necessary because otherwise you could slip and then you affect yourself and then you affect others too. But if you are making sure to keep that control over your spirit and your own well-being, you know, this is finding your balance, settling in your own personal foundation. This is work-life balance. This is personal and professional. This is maintaining uh, your anxiety with wellness, you know? Your mental health will thank you. That I promise. Tip number nine, don't forget to exercise your best self-care. <laughs> so everyone who knows me outside of this podcast and out in the real world, they know that one of my messages that you know comes almost the moment you say my name is self-care. I am very, very, very big on self-care because it's, it's necessary. We have to take care of ourselves before we take care of everyone else. This is a therapist reminding you now, <laughs> you cannot take care of others unless you first take care of yourself. I wanna make sure that you truly remember and know this lesson. It is actually true. So self-care comes in the manners where, yes, you do have to prioritize. Some people feel like it's selfish, that they're being a little bit self-centered. And the truth is, is that, yes, it is a little bit of that. But the thing is, is that if you don't pay attention to yourself, you'll slip. And that's when mental health truly happens. And how do you do your best for the people that you love people that you care about or the community that you care about unless you're in your best state. So you do need to exercise your best self-care during this time more than ever. So now actually go out there and do it, okay? And there's so many articles and YouTube and Google online that can give you so many different pointers. Maybe that will be a new podcast show, right? Where we can talk about all the self-care stuff um, that's at least on my list and more. Final tip of the day, this is only temporary. Crazy, right? I know it feels like forever, but this is only temporary and it's not the end of the world. The funny thing is that this lesson reverts back to what we understand in good mental health, even through our training as therapists, is the reminder that emotions are temporary. I'm not sure if you've ever really thought about that, but emotions, are only temporary. They are not permanent. If you think about your every day, when you have a moment of worry, a moment of stress, a moment of happiness, a moment of joy, a moment of sadness, a moment of trepidation, whatever it may be, if you think about the moments following, you realize that sometimes they decline in that and then other times they're completely changed. Emotions are only temporary. This is why it's important that we don't follow fully with our emotion. We also have to balance it out with action. So even though you feel the fear, you still have to do it anyway, whatever that responsibility or task or, or action is. So I know this is a, a crazy season in the history of the human race right now. And the news and all your friends and family are doomsdaying everything, you know, especially mom, right? <laughs> but remember this again is also only temporary. So through, you know, shopping for the supplies and the closings of things and the reopenings of things and how the world is coming back through different parameters, you keep the hope alive by making sure that you're still following through with what you need to, including when your emotions are a little bit, you know, distraught. 
your emotion of fear or your emotion of worry or your emotion of anxiety, even though it may be longstanding, it usually passes when you move through the action, when you move through figuring out, okay, what do I do now? When you move through figuring it out with maybe a family member or a friend. So right now when there's a lot of chaos and there's a lot of uncertainty, remind yourself this is only temporary. We don't know what next year will hold. We don't know what the following year will hold. Your job is to remind yourself that it will change from today and that it could even change for the better. So that's it. Those are your 10 tips of how to get through chaos and the uncertainty. I know you can do it because you're an amazing human being, completely adaptable, completely equipped with personal strengths and resiliency. In the meantime, just wanna remind you, hey, if you're thinking about the question, do I need therapy? And you've been thinking about it for a while, it's quite possible that you may. But I hope these 10 tips do help you figure out that a little bit more. If you can see yourself through those 10 tips, perhaps they'll aid you in that question. But in the meantime, if you need therapy and support, it's not a problem. You know, just go and take the first steps. And if you don't and you feel that you can keep on moving, then I encourage you to open up, talk to people around you and share what you're going through. And remember, once again, that we're in this together. So again, this is Dr. April Lindell with the Do I Need Therapy show. And for now, peace, love and mental wellness. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of Do I Need Therapy? If you did, please tell a friend and don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're tuned in. If you're always on Instagram like myself, come check out my page. I've got lots of tips and tricks on life and mental wellness. Ask me your questions. Plus, tell me what's on your mind, even if you need to figure out if you need therapy. And for my Facebookers and all my Twitter peeps and my Pinterest pinners, I'm online there too. In fact, I'm everywhere at April and Dell. Meantime, I can't wait to chat with you again on the next episode. So, till then, peace, love, and mental wellness. Come in, come in.